0: This podcast is also brought to you by Instant Imprints. Promote better with Instant Imprints. Instant Imprints are Boise's visual communications experts and your place for everything you need to promote your business, club, school, or group. As a locally-owned business, Instant Imprints specializes in making your organization more visible with custom-branded apparel, embroidery, promotional items, print services, and wide format printing for signs, as well as banners and vehicle graphics. Want better ways to get noticed? Visit Instant Imprints at instantimprints.com Boise or call 208-IMPRINT. That's 208 467 Attention Idaho and California residents. If you're shopping for a mortgage, contact PACFI, a mortgage brokerage with the top wholesale lenders in the nation. They are committed to simplifying the mortgage process, saving you time and money. Call 858-442-7048 or visit pacfi.com. NMLS number 1462943, Equal Housing Lender. All right, welcome back to the Alcohol Tipping Point podcast. I am your host, Debbie Maisner, and today I have hopefully just a quick useful one for you to listen to and what it is are the top mindset hacks for making a big change in your life. Um, I'm going to apply them to quitting drinking because that's what this podcast is about. But honestly, you could use these uh, tips for any, any life change that you're are looking to make. So number one, it's never too late to start. Uh, you are not too old, and it's not too late, so just begin. I mean, we haven't figured out how to time travel yet. We're only getting older, um, and you, you got to start now. You can't let that be an excuse getting in your way. No matter what, you know, I was just talking to a friend that was talking about going back to school, and she was like, oh, I think I'm too old. You know, I think she's 48, um, and I'm like, you're still going to be – 49 next year, you'll either be 49 with that extra schooling or not. Time keeps marching on. So don't use that as an excuse. So just begin. Um, and also, it, it made me think of Rich Roll, who is um, an ultra Ironman. Um, he's also sober. And he has a famous quote that goes like this. I didn't reach my athletic peak until I was 43. I didn't write my first book until I was 44. I didn't start my podcast until I was 45. At 30, I thought my life was over. At 52, I know it's just beginning. Keep running, never give up, and watch your kite soar. The number one, well, that was number one. It's never too late to start. Number two is you're not always going to be motivated. Uh, That's just a fact of life. You're, you're not going to feel like working out. You're not going to feel like, gosh, I really do need to quit drinking. Um, if you're waiting to be motivated, you may wait forever. You need to act first, and then your motivation will follow. So just identify what that action step is that you want to do and do it today. So it could be practice not drinking today. So just for today, I'm not going to drink. Or, you know, if you're applying this to other areas of your life, if you're looking to run a 5K, well, just put that on your schedule that I'm going to run 30 minutes today and do it. We do a lot of things that we're not always motivated to do. Um, For instance, we go to work. You know, you're not always motivated to go to work, but you do show up. So it's, it's about acting first and then motivation following. The number three mindset hack is comparison is the thief of joy. So never compare your beginning to someone else's middle. You just don't know where they started, where they're at. You don't know what their story is. The only person you should be comparing yourself to is your own self. And so don't let that get in the way of starting something and and changing something about your life. Number four is learn from mistakes. Mistakes happen. They're okay. Um, they are definitely learning opportunities. I have um, a health coach client who is a teacher um, for special needs students in uh, junior high. And he was sharing a story about how he was teaching math and he had a student of his who made a mistake. And this teacher said, Hooray, I am so glad you made a mistake. Like he jumped up and down and he started clapping. He's like, I'm so glad you made a mistake. And his student was like, what the, I shouldn't be making mistakes. What are you talking about? This is crazy. And the teacher said, you made a mistake. That means you're trying. That means we get to fix that mistake. We get to learn from it. You know, if you're not making mistakes, you're not trying. Um, and so you can apply this to quitting drinking, you know, say you do have a, you're trying not to drink, you're practicing not drinking, and, and stuff happens. You do, say you have a drink out at dinner one night, or you go to a party and you drink. Some might consider that a mistake, well, guess what? Learn from it. What was your trigger? What was your cue? What led you to want to drink that day? What did you learn from it? And then fix it. So next time you go to a party, make sure you have something to eat beforehand. Make sure you have a non-alcoholic beverage. Just learn from that mistake and move on. All right. Number five is is the saying someone else's best practices might not be the best practice for you. So you are unique. There is no one way to quit drinking. uh, And don't let anyone tell you otherwise. You don't have to do AA. You don't have to do rehab. You don't have to be completely sober. You get to decide what is best for you how do you want to change your relationship with alcohol? What does that look like for you? And, you know, the good news is there are so many ways out there, and you can pick and choose what works best for you. And And it may change at different times of your life, and that's okay too. Just know that you're not stuck. Just because it worked for one person doesn't mean that it's going to work for you. And I just encourage you to try... Try different things. So glean what you can from others, but again, learn what works best for you. Number six is you are not alone. Uh, there are others out there that are just like you that are struggling with drinking, that are wanting to quit, that are trying to quit. That um, that they're, they're they feel alone. I know that I. When I first wanted to change my relationship with alcohol, when I first knew I had a problem, I felt so alone. Because I thought I needed to hit rock bottom. I thought that I needed to either go to AA or rehab. And that just wasn't for me. That didn't fit me. So that made me feel even more alone. And and since that journey of of starting to... Change my relationship with alcohol, finally quitting, finally divorcing it. Um, I have felt so much better and so much more connection. So, there are groups out there. There's the Alcohol Experiment. Um, you can find that online, thealcoholexperiment.com. Uh, they have a group online, they have a Facebook group. You can sign up for One Year No Beer. That's a, a British a drinking, anti-drinking site, um, just taking a break site. They have anywhere from like 90-day breaks to one-year no-beer, hence the name. Um, And so there are a lot of people within that group. Um, And Instagram. Instagram has a ton of sober accounts or sober curious accounts. There are people out there. You are not alone, and you don't have to do it alone. Number eight is one choice at a time. So there's that old saying, like, how do you eat an elephant? Well, you take one bite at a time. And same goes for this, whatever big goal you have. So if your goal is not, you know, wanting to live an alcohol-free life, well, take it one choice at a time. So that would be dinner time, I'm not going to drink. It could be, like, after work, I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to go to that party. I'm not, you know, just keep it simple. There, there is that saying, um, "One day at a time," and and it can be very true because if we start to look so far into the future, it, it can be daunting when we have this big goal. You know, it, it's easier to say it in terms of if you're training for a marathon, like, wow, like I'm not even running right now, in. Six months, I'm supposed to run 26 miles. Like, wow, how do I get there? Well, you start one mile at a time. You start running 30 minutes a day. You just, you have to do it one choice at a time. Um, You're just breaking down that big picture, that big goal into tiny little easy digestible goals. And number eight is get curious. So become a scientist. And, and you can do this about all different areas of your life. So get really curious, and, and what that means is, say you're having a craving, um, and, and just talk it through with yourself. Protect, take yourself out of the picture, and look inside and be like, what am I feeling right now? Am I feeling, I'm feeling a craving, feeling like I wanna drink, but am I, am I actually hungry? Hunger can be a huge, huge um, cue. It can be a huge, just kind of that low blood sugar can be a huge trigger. Um, so think like it, there's that acronym HALT. So what it is, is am I hungry? That's the H. The A is am I anxious or angry? So consider like, do I need to calm down? Because we can feel really anxious and stressed and, and, or angry and just be like, wow, this emotion is hot. I feel really, I, people like physically kind of like shake, like, whoo. I need to sit down. I need a drink. You hear that all the time. Like, <laughs> holy shit, that was tough. I need a drink. And what that is, is, is just your body needs to calm down. Um, alcohol is a depressant. So it is effective. That first drink is effective at calming you down. Um, but so is taking a deep breath. Um, there's something called box breaths and what those are, um what that is, is a way of taking deep breaths and and calming yourself down. They actually use it in Navy SEAL training because it's so effective at reducing cortisol, which is that stress hormone in your body that's no bueno um in the long run. Cortisol is is the stress hormone that causes weight gain. Uh, makes you feel even more stressed, gets your hormones out of whack. Um, We are under chronic stress in our society today, so we have really high levels of cortisol running around. And so doing this box breathing technique is a way to reduce cortisol, and, and just chemically. So all you need to do is take these deep breaths, do a cycle for one minute, And you will dramatically decrease the cortisol that's running through your body at that moment. And and so what it is, you inhale for four seconds. You hold that breath for four seconds. And then you exhale for four seconds. Pause. And then repeat it. And you can do that and instantly feel like, oh a release. Um, so that's something to think about when you when you are feeling those cravings. Um, going back to that HALT acronym, so we did hunger, anxious or angry, and then the other one is lonely. Uh, a lot of times we just, we, we feel lonely and again, that's an uncomfortable feeling and we don't like to sit with those feelings. And we're humans and we really do need connection. So wherever you can get that connection, that might be phoning a friend. That might be, you could use social media. That's where it does come in handy. You you could reach out to a friend on social media. You can text someone. You can um, do anything just to bring that connection back into your life if you're lonely at that moment. And then the fourth acronym letter in HALT is tired. Uh, We can often feel tired and, and that can be a trigger as well for cravings. And so there's two things you can do. Either you can rest, obviously, but you could also take a 10 minute walk and that is going to activate your brain. It's gonna take you physically out of your mind and into your body and, and just reduce the cravings. So remember those cravings are temporary, they do not last. Um, so that's just going back to being curious and, and just examining, like, what am I really feeling? Um, the other thing about curiosity that is, is really helpful for people is if you are in an argument with someone, if you uh, are in a fight or if someone doesn't agree with your viewpoint, really step back and get curious and think, hmm, I wonder where they're coming from. Why, why would they think this, this is the answer? Why would they, they believe those beliefs? So, so just using curiosity can help remove yourself from your mind, from just getting stuck in those thought patterns, those loops, and, and just allow you to remove yourself a bit and, and rethink things through. All right, number nine is data, not drama. And, and this is a saying I got from Elizabeth Benton, who's the host of Primal Potential, which is a great podcast, a lot about mind, mindset. Um, and what it is, is avoiding tying emotions to events or facts. And, and we do this all the time when we don't realize it. Um, one example is, I was late today. Well, that, that's a fact. I, got, I was supposed to show up at noon, I got here at 12.05. That's a fact. Now, when you add drama to that fact, that data point, then it starts to get unhealthy. So, so you could tell yourself, oh my gosh, I'm awful. I'm always late. I'm not reliable. I can't get my shit together. That's adding drama to data. And so we do that a lot. We do that especially when we're trying to cut back on drinking and, and say we drink. And so what happens is we tie a lot of emotion to that. There's a lot of shame and blame, especially, you know, if we're tr- we know we want to live a healthy lifestyle, we want to make good choices, uh, but but we we messed up. We made a mistake and we drank and then we're feeling all the all those awful—I call it—I call it a shame over instead of a hangover, because it's the worst feeling the day after. Um, all that guilt, but what that is is that—that's adding drama. The fact was, you ingested alcohol. You ingested a chemical. You are adding all those emotions to it. They don't need to be there. It's data. It just happened. Um, remove yourself from all that extra drama so that's what data not drama means um and it's just a really useful tool for moving on with our life we cannot change the past we need to move on from our life um, a lot of times in in some circles with with quitting drinking they call those data points that you just had a data point and and again if you consider that a mistake well learn from it what caused you to drink that day what was going on in your life? How were you feeling? What were the circumstances? Again, you're getting curious. You're being a scientist. Um, and then scientists move on. They're, they're all about numbers <laughs> and facts and data. And then you, col- you collect all that and you use that to make future decisions and you move on. And then the final mindset hack is practice, not perfection. You don't have to be perfect. You perfection doesn't exist and it holds people back from starting new things, following through. It it is it it's actually more of a punishment to ourselves. We think that oh being perfect is uh, it's just looked upon as putting yourself, your best self out there, but it, but it's actually more dangerous than that to ourselves because it's unattainable. Per, perf, being perfect is unattainable. Nobody's perfect. We're not going to do things perfectly and, and that's okay. Um, you just, it's, it's really hard to let go of sometimes, um, but it is something that to think about being very thoughtful about how you approach things. So, so practice, not perfection. And you know, I've said it before, like when you set out to learn a new language, you're not gonna be fluent after one hour of practice. So why do we think that when we're when we want to quit drinking, that we're gonna be perfect after one day of not drinking. Um it's just, it's, it's unrealistic. It sets you up for failure and it's not helpful. So that's why I always encourage just practice, just practice not drinking. And just for today, practice. Um, Same thing. I was just thinking about my daughter and, and this analogy again, like practice, not perfection. And she's, a volleyball player she started out. of course, she couldn't serve over the net. she had to learn she had to practice before she could get it over the net. Um, and and it's not perfect. there's not like a perfect serve. It's different every single time. Um, so so that would be one of my bigger tips. So I'm just going to go over those again for you guys. So those top 10 mindset hacks for making a big change are number one, it's never too late to start. Number two, you're not always going to be motivated. Number three, comparison is the thief of joy. Number four, learn from mistakes. Number five, someone else's best practices might not be the best practice for you. Number six, you are not alone. Number seven, one choice at a time. Number eight, practice, not perfection. Number nine, get curious. And number 10, data, not drama. And guess what? I realized I set those out of order (laughs) in what I had said them in my podcast. Not perfect, but I'm gonna let it go. I'm gonna let it go. You get the point. Um, so if you are looking to practice not drinking and you need a little bit of help, I do have a, a free 10-day guide. Um, what it is, is it's like a, a little email course. It's just, you sign up for it. Day one starts the next day and you get 10 days of emails that give you lots of tips and tools and just kind of helps you be accountable. Um and and just lots of great resources for you. Um, so that is in the show notes. That link is. You could also just go to alcoholtippingpoint.com slash ten day holiday. Because I like to think of taking a break from drinking as a gift to yourself, as a holiday. Um, it doesn't have to be what you're missing out on. It's more like what are you doing for yourself? What are you giving yourself? Um, you're you're making a healthy choice. You're, you're doing something kind for yourself. And then I also have just made a new dry guide. And that's more like for if you're taking a 30-day break. And that's just one downloadable uh, guide. Uh, you get it in one email. Again, it's free. Sign up for it. And that link is in the bio as well. And, and those are just some tools that you can use and, you know, might not be for you, but you might learn something new. And just add that to your toolbox. And so that's it. That's all I got for you guys today. Short and sweet. So I want to thank you so much for listening. Please leave a review. uh, Subscribe. Share with your friends. We really want to keep this podcast going. And especially uh, helpful for where I record here with Speak Studios, which is such a great... um, place that allows different people to share their views about life and there's a lot of different shows and they're fantastic. So I want to thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. Soul Ease, a personal spa and lifestyle boutique. At Soul Ease, you will enter into a relaxing environment. You can rest in mind, body, and soul with a day spa experience. Discover world-class skincare treatments using French and Hungarian techniques, organic and natural skincare, along with modern technologies. Whether you're visiting us for one session or multiple times, here will be a personal spa experience to relax and recharge your soul. Soul Ease is conveniently located near downtown Boise in the North End on North 28th Street, across the street from Lowell Elementary School. Follow them on Instagram at soul underscore ease underscore Boise. Facebook at soul ease or check out their website at www.soul-ease.com or call 208-994-1480 to reserve your next appointment. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Alcohol Tipping Point. I'm always here for you guys, so please feel free to reach out and talk to me on Instagram at alcoholtippingpoint and check out my website, alcoholtippingpoint.com. Again, I hope you can use these tips we talked about for the rest of your week. And until then, see you next time.